0: Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Follow host Sarah Main on her ongoing journey of conscious confidence and gain timeless wisdom to unleash unparalleled confidence. A conscious confidence. Learn to ignite the living spark of wisdom, a new narrative for fulfillment contained in Sanskrit and the ancient, powerful, engaging, and fun conscious conversations to discover your own magnificent true self. Learn to dispel the fear shadow as Sarah provides essential knowledge about embracing change and the power of transformation. Get ready.
1: Conscious Confidence starts now. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio. I'm Sarah Main, talking to you from Sydney, Australia, on a beautiful sunny day. It's the middle of winter here, but it's actually a beautiful sunny day. A bit cold, but gorgeous. And I'm here to talk about conscious confidence and how that links up with Sanskrit, because that's my passion. And today I've got a really special topic, and one of my friends suggested she wanted to hear about it, and it's how do you turn to Sanskrit when your life turns pear-shaped? So I hope you're doing really well. So settle in and let's talk about how do you turn to Sanskrit, of all things, when you feel like your life's turning pear-shaped? Well, my life's been centred around ancient wisdom and Sanskrit since I was 10 years old. And, you know, it's what I know, it's what I do. I've taught it. I've taught it to children, to adults, and putting it into practice and making it practical in everyday life so that the wisdom of the ages isn't just relegated to the dust heap of history, but is actually relevant to everyday life now, which is what it's intended to be. And the whole purpose of Timeless Wisdom um, has been my life's work. And I love that I can bring it to you right now. So Sanskrit is a link to Timeless Wisdom. And it's a magnificent link. And it provides foundational knowledge that really, really works when you apply it. Um, it's very simple and very immediate. Um, and it's the supremely practical nature of it that I just love. Because if you don't put it into practice and transform your life, then it's just mere information and, you know, there's tons of that around. It's like a flood. So I'm in a mastermind with a group of women and we meet every two weeks for two hours um, and we have a, a proper structured mastermind. And it's all sorts of women from different backgrounds and the link is that we all have a business and... We were discussing at the last Mastermind various projects that we were working on, and one of them said they wanted to know how to practically apply timeless wisdom of Sanskrit when your life goes pear-shaped, when it's difficult and challenging. And they'd never heard of Sanskrit until they met me. You know, when I asked them, what do you know of Sanskrit, they said nothing, squiggly words and writing. That's all they knew. So now they're interested and they said, okay, how do you turn to Sanskrit when your life turns pear-shaped? What do you do with it? How does it help? You know, and that's such a great question to ask. And I love that. And I thought, well, here we go. Let's talk about it in our show today. So we're going to take timeless wisdom, some elements of Sanskrit, and apply it to the challenges of powerful negative emotions because they're something that we experience all the time. And the thing is about negative emotions, they usually come up in reaction to some event. Uh, We can't really stop these negative emotions and we don't want to stop them when they arise. They're there for a reason. They're there to be purified. They're there to be released. They're there to be freed. And we actually have to stand present to them. We need to feel them, acknowledge them, but we also need to let them go because here's the tip these feelings are not really us they're just feelings that's not to downplay them but they are just feelings who you really are who I really am is absolutely limitless magnificent and universal so these negative feelings come over the top and they are powerful they can be powerful I know that but we need to learn to be established strongly within ourselves in the strength and purity of ourselves, so that when they come up, we can stand present to them, we can honor and acknowledge these feelings, they may need to teach us something, and then we can let them go. And that's how we free ourselves and purify ourselves. And that's an aspect of conscious confidence, Then we have real confidence in ourselves, and we can meet whatever life brings up, the wonderful and the challenging. So the stresses and challenges are, that we're going to address today are these negative emotions and I know they get a lot of airplay but I'm going to take the perspective of applying timeless wisdom and I'm going to be referring to Sanskrit which is a beautiful, beautiful language and there's been a lot said about it lately. So The aim always is to give our best. We know that. Um, We always want to give our best and serve our families and we want to feel at ease and go with the flow of life. That's natural. That's in accordance with our nature. To be constantly beset by negative uh, emotions is not really the design. It's not what's intended to be a daily experience. Uh, We are magnificent, universal, limitless beings. And so the energy that arises when we go to do something and when we meet a situation is intended for us to be able to respond productively to the events of life. But often it gets waylaid in this unproductive, negative reaction to the events. So rather than utilising and expressing our talents and our magnificence in the flow of life, we have this reaction to it and that blocks and limits and makes us feel unhappy, it's unproductive, it's exhausting and ultimately very limiting And the problem often remains. When we have these reactions, the thing is the problem often remains and it doesn't get resolved. We get left in this churned-up state inside. We're tired, we're unhappy, we're out of alignment and so on and so forth and we all know about that. So let's take the big three beasts in the field of negative emotions. It's fear, guilt and anger. Fear, guilt and anger. Fear and anxiety often represent a dysfunctional relationship with some aspect of the future, some concept we have of the future. Guilt, shame and regret often represent a dysfunctional relationship with some aspect of the past. And judgment, criticism and anger often represent a dysfunctional relationship with the present. So we have this dysfunctional relationship in ourselves with the past the present and the future we're out of sync with it so the anxiety and the dread and the fear is with the future the judgment and the critical uh the criticisms and the critical nature of our thoughts and anger is with the present and these heavy feelings of shame regret and guilt are with the past And we're going to address these very practically and transform, talk about some techniques to actually transform these negative emotions into positive emotions and free ourselves. And it's not to deny the emotions, it's to transform them, purify them, release them and free ourselves. Now, we need to be intentional And disciplined about practicing in order to strengthen our memory it does take out intention our decisiveness our willingness to apply ourselves and that strengthens our memory and we need a strong memory we need to remember the truth about ourselves the magnificence of ourselves and we need a strong memory so that we can abide with positive attitudes and emotions when a situation arises that brings up the negative emotions. So when the button's pressed by an an outside situation, an event that happens, we need to have a very strong memory that immediately comes up to support us and remind us that these negative feelings are not us, that we can be free of them and how we can be free of them. And this strong memory that supports us and protects us really, We is like a muscle. And like we go to the gym and strengthen our own physical muscles, we need to strengthen the muscles within, the muscles of our attitude, our intention, our emotions really. We need to strengthen muscles by practice. And we practice when it's easy, when we're not being challenged specifically and um, deeply. We need to practice when it's easy so that we're ready for the challenges that may come. something really difficult comes up so we need to strengthen our muscles it's like deciding you're going to run a marathon you don't just put your your, uh, training clothes on your athletic running clothes on and step out onto the field and decide you're going to run a marathon of course you're going to have to undergo coaching and training and training and training and knowledge and education and more practice and training so that you're ready for the actual race well similarly with this with the events of life, the journey of life, to run that race, as it were, to use the analogy, you need to practice. And you practice in the easy times. You practice away from the challenges so that you're ready. You have the knowledge. You have the awareness. The level of consciousness is raised and the strength. And that comes from strong memory and intentional practice. So we're going to take a break now. And after the break, we're going to talk about the first of these three, the big three, I call them, which is fear. The big three being fear, shame and anger. And remember, these are like dysfunctional relationships with the past, the present and the future. And fear's a biggie because it brings up all these feelings of anxiety and dread and fear and we feel tight and we can't move. So after the break, we're going to talk about the big three the first of the big three, which is fear. And if you want to know more about conscious confidence, you can go to my website, which is consciousconfidence.com. That's consciousconfidence.com. And you'll see all sorts of information and knowledge about conscious confidence, about Sanskrit, about who I am, the work that I do. And also I've written a book about conscious confidence And there's links there and you can go to Amazon, you can go to Barnes & Noble, you can go to IndieBound, uh, you can go to Booktopia and you can also go to the publisher Inner Traditions and you can pre-order the book because it's coming out January next year. So we'll be back really soon and we're going to talk about the first of the big three, which is fear and how to transform that negative emotion into a positive attitude so that you can thrive with conscious confidence. So we'll be right back real soon.
2: Imagine that you can create anything you choose. Literally, imagine it. Join us to explore the neuroscience of imagination, intention, and clear speed. Tune in to Clear Speed Talk Radio with Dr. Ned Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. As she explores how your inner dialogue, your conversations, and the words you choose to use can help set goals you keep achieve greater health and resources and feel the ease and flow of loving your life. For more information, visit JeanetteWolf.com.
0: Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425 451 0404.
2: Have you ever wondered how you might feel differently if the books were full of her instead of him? What if your history lesson was filled with powerful women leaders and rulers? As a woman, would you feel more empowered? As a man, would you see women differently? I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on my radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I hope to see you there. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit glennarice.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio. I'm Sarah Main, founder and creator of Conscious Confidence, and I have a website, consciousconfidence.com. So if you want to know more, go to my website, consciousconfidence.com, and discover more about Conscious Confidence and the book that I've written, which is available for pre-order. So we're going to dive right in and talk about the first of the big three, which is fear and transforming the negative emotion of fear, anxiety, and dread into a positive emotion of optimism, of resilience, of strength, of knowing that you have the ability to face anything and handle anything because you really do. Your potential is unlimited. That's what the timeless wisdom traditions keep saying. It's the wisdom of the ages. They've been saying it forever. They keep reminding us that we are limitless, universal beings and we have all of that magnificence to express and uplift everyone that we meet and everything that we do. It's just a a question of memory and strengthening our memory. So we're going to meet fear with the principle of fearlessness, fearlessness, meeting fear with the timeless wisdom. So what is fear? Here's a story. There was a girl walking down a road at dusk. Now, remember, dusk, it's not pitch black dark of night and it's not the bright light, full light of day. Dusk is a half light. It's dim, enough light to see where you're going so you don't fall into a hole, but not clear enough light that you recognise what you're seeing in detail. So this girl's walking down a road. She's got a backpack on and she's, she's wandering back. Maybe she's a college student and she's walking back from a class. And up in the distance, she sees a long, wiggly thing. And the first thing she thinks of, it's in the distance, so she hasn't met it yet. The first thing she thinks of, it's a snake. That's immediately her reaction. And she's full of dread and fear. She's terrified. And then something in her says, hang on a minute, and she's got a flashlight in her backpack. So she gets the flashlight out and she turns the flashlight on and she walks towards this shape with the flashlight. And once the light of the flashlight meets the wiggly shape, She immediately laughs, phew, relief. It's just an old piece of rope that someone's tossed on the ground. So what was a snake has turned into just an old piece of rope, a harmless piece of rope. And all of that happened because of the light of the flashlight. That's the important element of the story. The fear was completely dispelled on the instant that the light was directed to the fear, to the thing that was causing the fear. So she at that time had um, an unhealthy relationship with what she perceived to be in the future, which was her future of meeting a snake. And she turned on the light of the flashlight and it dispelled the fear immediately and she saw what there was in the present moment for what it was which was just a harmless piece of rope. So the point of the story is we need the light of the flashlight. We need to be turning on that flashlight all the time. We need to stand in the light of the flashlight and stay in the light. So here's the torch I'm going to offer to you. It's practising fearlessness. And I'm talking about practising fearlessness in the easy times. Because fearlessness is switching on the flashlight to feelings such as the fear of what others think of you, the fear of failure, the fear that I can't do this, I'm not capable of doing this, I don't know what to do. And here's another one, the fear that comes up with what's called the imposter syndrome which is, who am I to do this? Who am I to say this? I can't possibly do this. I'm not qualified to do this. They're just three of four fears that really stop us. They block our creativity. They block our motivation. they absolutely absolutely it of energy. And we need to practice fearlessness in the face of this. So fear of what others think. Here's a tip. They're mostly thinking of themselves. Um, and their own fears let alone so they're not actually thinking about us and someone really clever said to me what you think about me is none of my business so what others think about you is none of your business so fear of what others think fear of failure fear of I can't possibly do this And this imposter imposter syndrome, who am I to do this? Who am I to say this? I can't possibly do this. And we shrink back behind a safe wall, what we think is a safe wall, but it's really just a comfort zone, a barrier of fear. And we live under this shadow of fear, whereas rather than practising fearlessness. Now, in Sanskrit, the word fearlessness is abhayam, So that is a Sanskrit word, abhayam. Bahaya or bahayam is fear. Abhayam, that little up means fearlessness, not fear. Fearlessness, it's an absence of fear. So fearlessness means you still experience fear. The fear may come up, but fearlessness means you're capable of effective action Of carrying on regardless of the fear that may come up. So you don't deny the feelings, you're present to the feelings and you continue on. They don't stop you. So, abhayam, fearlessness. So it's important to feel the fear, actually, feel it in your body, feel the flooding of adrenaline, the tightness, the terror that you might feel. Your heart may race if it's really extreme. and you may feel like you're shaking. You may feel clammy. That's all completely natural. And it's important to feel them honour, bless it, embrace it, welcome it, and yet you are not that fear. And remember, turn the flashlight on it. Just simply turn the light on it. And the way to do that is to be really present to it. So I'm going to take you through an exercise right now where we can practice fearlessness. So... Feel your feet on the ground. Be wholly present right now. Feel your feet on the ground. Remember the word fearlessness. In Sanskrit, it's abhayam, but you don't need to be an expert in Sanskrit. Just remember the word fearlessness. Then take a deep breath in and then breathe out. Fearlessness. Now come back to the strong feeling of your feet on the ground right here now. Fearlessness. And now be present here and now and open and feel the feelings of fear. It's okay to feel them. That's perfectly okay. And now watch the thoughts and the feelings. They may race. Your heart may be pumping. That's okay. Just watch. Watching is the light of the flashlight. Watching is turning the light on it. Just simply keep the light on the feelings. Feel them. It's okay. You're okay. You're fearless and you're practicing fearlessness. Ask yourself, what is the thought behind the feelings that's causing these feelings? You're so fearless, you can ask this thought. It takes fearlessness to stay still and present, and you're fearless. Abhayam. Be fearless. Breathe in and breathe out. Stay open and calm and steady and fearless. This exercise is applying timeless wisdom. It's turning to the power, the quality, the energy of fearlessness, of abhayam, of being fearless, of fearlessness, It's turning to that and applying it practically right here, right now, doing that rather than just staying trapped in the feelings. It's actually bringing in some new knowledge, some new energy. And you can do that every time you feel fear, anxiety, a sense of dread, and it's usually because of some projection of something that's going to happen in the future that you don't want to happen. And it is some projection, it's some imagination, just like the girl thinking that the long shape was a snake, whereas actually when she turned the light on it, it was a rope. It's turning the light on those snakes that we have inside ourselves, these projections that it's a snake, when really it's an old piece of rope. So turning on the light, being aware and steady and strong and fearless in the present moment and having a look, feeling the feelings and then having a look at what is the thought behind it that's causing these feelings. So that's one example of practising timeless wisdom and applying it and you can do that anytime you feel fear. Get your kids to do it. Teach your kids. How fantastic to have kids that grow up being able to do this so that they're not trapped in fear and anxiety. So we're going to take a short break. And after the break, we're going to look at the second of the big three, which is anger and transforming anger, judgment and criticism into gratitude, acceptance and love. And how wonderful that's going to be, transforming anger, judgment and criticism into gratitude, acceptance and love. And we're going to do that by turning to timeless wisdom. So I'm Sarah Main. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back with Conscious Confidence Radio in just a moment to transform anger, judgment, and criticism into gratitude, acceptance, and love.
2: Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on transformationtalkradio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life. Check us out at drpacho.com, transformationtalkradio.com,
2: transformationradio.fm. Oh my goodness! If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook. Published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and, of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Heart's Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing.
0: Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune into the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo live each month on transformationtalkradio.com no matter where you are in your adversity story life design radio has got you covered get ready to feel inspired enlightened and motivated for more information about working with susan visit susan
1: welcome back everyone i'm sarah meng creator of conscious confidence and this is conscious confidence radio and today we're talking about transforming some of these strong negative emotions. Tip, um, specifically today we're talking about the big three of fear, anger and shame and guilt. We're talking about transforming those into positive, life-affirming, wonderful energies, of positive emotions so that we can live our best life, be our best self. And to do that we need to be intentional and practice And apply. In this case, I'm teaching you how to apply timeless wisdom taken from the wonderful, magnificent universal language of Sanskrit, which holds so much knowledge and power and transformative energy if we just know how to utilise it. And I've written a book about conscious confidence and it's coming out in January 2020. And it's available now for pre-order on Amazon on Barnes & Noble, on Indiebound, at the publisher's website, Inner Traditions, and also Booktopia. So there's plenty of links to go to those websites and pre-order my book. And you can go to my website, ConsciousConfidence.com, and pre-order the book there, ConsciousConfidence.com, and grab a copy of the book and, and sign up for it so that when it comes out, In January next year, you can read it and there's plenty of practices, there's stories, there's beautiful Sanskrit and I hope it will give you the tools to apply timeless wisdom so that you can connect with your magnificent self and discover conscious confidence so that you don't need to be held back by fear, anxiety, dread, judgment, criticism, shame, guilt. You don't need to be held back by those any longer. And one of my passions is that young people who are transitioning into adulthood learn this knowledge so that they can transition strongly and positively and live the life that they're here to live and express their potential and their magnificence so that they uplift their family, their communities and live a wonderful full life. So we're going to talk about transforming anger, judgment and criticism into gratitude and acceptance using the timeless ancient wisdom. So what do we feel when we're in anger, judgment and criticism? Let's be present to the feelings openly. Sometimes we don't want to acknowledge these feelings uh, that, that they're there of anger, judgment and criticism. They rise up in reaction to something and we don't like to acknowledge that that's what we're feeling, but we often feel this hot, burning harshness within ourselves. It's a sort of a searing heat in ourselves that's and comes up with judgment. We get these feelings of tightness and rigidity. It's got to be this way. It's a feeling of right versus wrong. It's very polarised and there's a sense of tension and tightness about it and a stress. Um, there can be feelings of requirement that it just has to be this way. There can, that can be coupled with feelings of superiority that you demand it be this way. And I'm not saying you should compromise good standards of excellence, but this is this particular harsh feelings that come up of superiority that I just know better than everybody else. And the the other feelings and concepts that can come up is what is being presented in the present moment is not in accordance with how we want things to be. And like I say, that doesn't mean we don't have standards that we want, we expect, we aim for. But this is this tight, harsh, um, really fierce, uh, tough feelings that come up and that leave our heart really hard and closed. Um, And we want to address those feelings and release them because we can still maintain standards, but they're done from gratitude, acceptance and love. And mostly that's how the thriving and the growth and the prosperity and the standards actually happen is through gratitude, acceptance and love and not through harshness. Just imagine a plant. If you're forcing it down with tightness, it will eventually wither and die. And close in, it it can't thrive with that harsh restriction. So let's just consider that when we're feeling these feelings of anger, judgment, and criticism, we're out of sync with the present moment. We're in these feelings of judgment about what's happening, we're critical of what's happening, and we're angry about what's happening. And how does this show up in our life? There's a strong judgment of what's right versus what's wrong. There's no other possibility other than black and white, right versus wrong. That's it. How things should be other than how they are. There's a judgment and a criticism of how things should be and they should be other than they are. So what's manifesting? No, shouldn't be there. It should be some other way. And then going a little closer in, there's a self-judgment that we're not good enough, that we're not Anything enough, and that's a really tough one because we can be extremely harsh and critical of ourselves, and we're in self judgment. And that when I talked about those feelings that close us in that are harsh and hard, that's happening in self judgment within ourselves, and we're closing in and getting tight, and it doesn't have to be like that. And then the resentment, and someone once said, resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. So sense of resentment is a very restrictive and very toxic feeling within ourselves and we can transform that. There's a story uh, and it's of of the uh, Rockefellers and um, in the Standard Oil Company, this is in the late 1800s, so it's a while back. In the late 1800s, there was a partner, an executive in the Rockefeller organisation, Standard Oil, and he made a bad decision. And it lost the company $2 million. Now, $2 million back in the late 1800s was a lot of money. It's a big sum of money. So the executive, the partner, was called into Rockefeller's office. And when he got in, expecting to have strips torn off him, he expected to be absolutely flattened to the floor by Rockefeller. When he walked into the office, there was a piece of paper on the desk and Rockefeller had written at the top, the good things, the positive things about this guy. And he made a list and Rockefeller told him that he'd written all the good things about this executive first. And on the list was all the good decisions that this executive had made for the company that in fact made much more money for the company than the $2 million that he just lost through the bad deal, through the bad decision. And this taught the executive to do this first before addressing the negative when he was angry with someone and he never forgot the lesson. He always, there may have been a situation that needed addressing, but he always remembered to go for the positive first. And that this is so incredibly powerful. So gratitude, openness and acceptance are the natural state of our heart. The natural state of the heart is like a deep lake of pure water. When it's still, it reflects the truth of yourself and of everyone and everything around you perfectly. When it's agitated and angry, the water, when the water is agitated, it doesn't reflect and it's muddy and unclear. So the natural state is an open, free condition and that's what we're aiming to practice. This is natural. It's not an overlay. So... The first thing is to practice developing an attitude of gratitude. So consider now what are the three things I'm grateful for? What are the three things I'm grateful for? The second practice is seeing the positive first. What are three positive things about someone or something, including myself? that I'm angry, judgmental, or critical about. So if I'm feeling anger, judgment, or criticism, what are three positive things about someone or something, including myself? So see the positive first. So developing an attitude of of gratitude, what are three things I'm grateful for? Seeing the positive first. What are three positive things about someone or something, including myself? And acceptance and openness, acceptance and openness. What can I learn from this experience or situation? Even though it's not ideal, it may not be good, it may not be what you're hoping for, it may not be what you're expecting, it may not be in accordance with your standards. But what can I learn from this experience or situation? You may still need to deal with the situation. It may not be good enough. But you deal with it from a perspective of gratitude, openness and positivity, seeing the positive in the situation first before you address what needs to be addressed, and from openness and acceptance and, in fact, love. And in Sanskrit, that is prema. Prema is universal love. And you let universal love flow to all through gratitude, seeing the positive first and acceptance and openness by saying, what can I learn from this experience or situation? And if you practice those three things first, then address what needs to be addressed, you won't need to address it with harsh energy. You may need to be firm and clear about something, but it will be coming from a point of view of love from openness and acceptance and positivity and gratitude. And it's completely transformative. You'll feel good. Whatever you're dealing with will thrive and flourish because you won't be grasping at it with harshness. Trust me on this. This really, really works. I had to practice this a lot when I was teaching and I found it transformed everything. And what's more, I felt so much better and I had so much energy Um, and I felt so uplifted and everyone wanted, was so enthusiastic to do their best and give their best Um, and that was the best way through gratitude, through seeing the positive first and through acceptance and openness and all of this is an expression of prema, of universal love. So we'll be back soon to talk about the next one, which is shame, guilt and regret. See you soon.
0: Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning.
2: Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course.
1: You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either, but I still ride unicorns. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You
2: have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Well. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth, we aren't that special. We all have crap
1: to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3
2: p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot stick and squats. I'll talk to you later.
1: hi everyone welcome back i'm sarah main and this is conscious confidence radio and today we've been talking about how to turn to sanskrit when your life turns pear-shaped and this was a question put to me by a woman in a mastermind group that i'm in and she said you know all this sanskrit so how how do i use it like when my life's turning pear-shaped what do i do how is this practical and we've already spoken in uh earlier part of the show about transforming negative emotions into positive by freeing ourselves when we're having really negative emotions and negative reactions to things in our life that may be happening that we don't like. And we've looked at transforming fear and anxiety. We've looked at transforming anger, judgment and criticism. And now we're going to talk about the third of the big three, which is shame, guilt and regret. And all we're doing is simply applying the universal principles of timeless wisdom. And I've given you some Sanskrit, very simple Sanskrit, just as a guiding principle. And remember, you need to practice intentionally and you need to practice when it's easy, when you're not really being strongly challenged so that your muscles are ready for when you are challenged by a reaction to something that happens in your life and you're filled with negative emotions because let's face it, it does happen. I'm not denying the feelings. You need to embrace them and be present to them. But it's only through that that you can transform them. So the third of the big three, shame, guilt and regret. And that's carrying the weight of the past. Often these are very low energy level feelings. where Really, it's like dragging a lead weight behind us. And this is like being out of sync with the past, with the past, with what's happened in the past. And it results in feelings of shame, feelings of regret and guilt. And these low energy feelings really affect our motivation. Our motivation just stops altogether or it's very, very low. It blocks and limits our creativity So, uh, And we have a great sense of apathy. That's how we avoid these feelings is just by feeling apathetic and we can't move and we're really weighed down by the past. Now, in Sanskrit, uh, it's very compassionate and it has this word called kshama, kshama. And kshama means patience and forgiveness and acceptance of yourself. Patience and forgiveness and acceptance of yourself. And it's through patience and forgiveness and acceptance of ourselves that we transform these feelings of shame, guilt, and regret into positivity about ourselves, self acceptance, and love for ourselves. And when we're confident within ourselves, when we have love for what we have to offer, when we accept ourselves fully and embrace ourselves fully, our creativity is there, we're motivated, we're full of energy and enthusiasm to give expression to what we have to offer because that is a natural state. The natural state is open, free, willing, enthusiastic, giving, full of service, full of enthusiasm. So. And, in fact, the word enthusiasm, the English word we have, enthusiasm, comes from the Greek enteos, which means being filled or being inspired, being filled with the spirit of God. That's actually what the word enthusiasm means, being filled with the spirit of God. So it's a natural state in us to be open and enthusiastic. So when we're feeling low, that's a, that's a warning that something's not right. And usually we're carrying some... Um, unhelpful relationship from the past Uh, and by a relationship we have an unhelpful relationship with events in the past and we're pulling that along with us and we're weighed down by that and let's transform that through kshama patience and forgiveness and acceptance of yourself so let's practice kshama now feel the feelings that you're feeling around shame and guilt, and regret. It's often something we don't like to address. But just feel those feelings now. Feel your feet on the ground. Take a deep breath. Get present, and just feel those feelings. Allow yourself to feeling feel them. And feel them with love, knowing that you are safe, you are loved, and you are accepted. And start by simply feeling the weight of the weight in the body of that feeling of shame, of that feeling of guilt and of that feeling of regret. It has a weight and feel it in the body. You're quite safe to do that and you're loved and you're accepted. There's no need to analyse. Just feel. Then breathe and release that feeling. Let those feelings lift away. And let them lift away with love and acceptance, with kshama, with the patience and forgiveness and acceptance of yourself. Remember, you are worth it. You are loved. You are accepted. You are magnificent. And you are here now in the present. And the present is full of potential. And your natural state is full of potential, full of creativity, full of love, full of generosity. The ancient wisdom traditions, and especially as expressed in Sanskrit, are reminding us of this all the time. They're here to remind us of the true nature of ourselves, that you are loved, that you are magnificent, you are worth it, and you are full of potential, just bursting to give expression to this. And that is applying the timeless wisdom of Sanskrit to transforming the negative emotions of shame, guilt, and regret into acceptance and love and patience. And we need to practice all three ways of transforming these negative emotions. We need to practice them, remember all the time. We need to be intentional. We need to be strong and we need to strengthen our memory because this is how we develop conscious confidence by turning to the principles of timeless wisdom and using them in our lives. We don't need to be stuck in negative emotions, feeling helpless and hopeless. We can thrive. We don't need to be desperate. We can be determined. We don't need to be weak. We can be resilient and strong. This is our natural state we can thrive and have a wonderful life and a wonderful time. And everyone around us benefits from that. So remember, go to my website, consciousconfidence.com and pre-order my book, which is Conscious Confidence, Use the Wisdom of Sanskrit for Clarity and Success. And also on my website, There's a free download of a two-video series of Design Your Own Alignment Guide, and that's to achieve greater balance, happiness and health, how to align your body, mind, heart and spirit to achieve greater health, happiness and balance. And there's a two-video series with downloadable worksheets as well, and you can just go to my website and give me your email address and I'll send it to you straight away. So there's the book. And the alignment guide and they're all at my website consciousconfidence.com so it's but wonderful to be with you today and I'm going to end the show by reciting to you the beautiful perfect prayer which reminds us of our pure perfect and complete nature so the English is that is perfect this is perfect perfect comes from perfect take perfect from perfect the remainder is perfect. May peace and peace and peace be everywhere. Poor Namada, poor Namidam, poor Namudachate, poor Nasya, poor poor Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. So, the gift of that prayer is to remember you are pure, perfect, and complete. So, remember that during the week you are pure, perfect, and complete. And have a wonderful time. Enjoy yourself, be happy, be strong and give expression in full service to everyone so that you uplift your family, your friends, and your community. So I'll see you next time. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to Conscious Confidence with Sarah Main. Join us next month on Transformation Talk Radio for more timeless wisdom with Sarah's exciting and innovative approach to living. Discover more joy, freedom, and step into your limitless potential. For more information on Sarah Main and her work, or to listen to past shows, visit SarahMain.com.